Good morning, Super Glower. Hey, I'm really glad that you're here and I'm feeling super empowered and pumped up as we head into a new week because I feel like we have so much to talk about. Thank you for your patience with me as I was traveling and dealing with my scratchy throat and my voice and all that good stuff, but I feel like I am back to myself and it's so, so exciting to be here with you guys. Um, You know, today I really want to just invite you to take a moment to reduce the carry, the, the carry, that reduce the heavy load that you're carrying to just really just take a minute and breathe, right? And put a little balance back in your life. Today, we're going to draw on our sources of strength. We're here to get real, share a morning prayer and gear up for a kick-ass day. So hey, today for episode 40, I cannot believe it. Episode 40, that's crazy to me. We're going to talk about mental health. And we know that mental health is getting a lot of attention in the press, and we're hearing a lot about uh, the importance of mental health. We're finally starting to talk about it and hopefully reduce the stigma around mental health a little bit, Um, although we have a long way to go. And man, I'm really concerned. You know, when I watch the news, I'm always concerned when I watch the news, so (laughs) it's just probably not a, a good use of my time, but when I watch the news and I see how people are behaving on airlines and um, some of the, you know, some of the really, really out of control behavior that's happened, I've been really fortunate. Uh, as, as you know, I travel a little bit here and there. Super excited for the next couple of weeks because I'm going to be completely at home and remote. Um, and so that's cool. But in my travels, I've not experienced what I've seen on the news. So I've been, you know, super lucky. People are pretty, pretty good about well, they're actually not pretty good. I mean, they are good about wearing their masks and following the rules. I haven't seen any anything like that come up. But when I watch the news, man, I'm like, wow, it is crazy out there, you know? And um, it sounds so funny, but I don't know, maybe you're like me, but I feel for the people that are in these uh, professions right now, especially, um, you know, our flight attendants, for example, you know, they're getting beat up, essentially, I mean, literally sometimes, but also emotionally and just, you know, people are just, oh my gosh, you're just being really, really rude. Or I don't know if I, um, I went to Walmart today. Woo, that was an experience. I haven't been up in the Walmart in a while, but they're like, we needed so many different things. And I was like, you know, it's all going to be at the Walmart. So I have my mask, my sanitizer. I was like, I'm going to stay far away, but no, no, no. Anyway, the Walmart was, you know, it was everything it's cracked up to be. But I was just thinking about like all the people checking out, you know, that the checkers and the the cashiers and stuff. And um and and I was saying to to the one lady that was checking me out, I was like, oh no, it's okay. You don't have to double bag because, you know, we're always trying to save bags. But I had forgotten mine, right? So I'm like, oh, just shove a bunch in the bag and I don't want to take up all this plastic. And she's like, okay, but some people get really mad when I don't double bag. And I was like, gosh, who is getting mad at this little sweet old lady at the Walmart, you know? So I guess we just have to be aware that right now uh, people are under a lot of stress. I was saying to my husband that um, I wish that the pandemic would have brought, I don't know. I don't know what I was expecting. I think I was kind of hoping that we would see kindness bubble up even more. And I'm not saying that we didn't. I'm definitely not trying to be negative, but I know that in our schools and our workplaces and even sometimes at home right now, people are struggling. And uh, yeah, I, I think, you know, that year and a half of isolation did not help. And 
And then everyone's trying to find their way back and there's so much division. And so I think, you know, when we talk about mental health, we've got to have some emotion-based strategies. And and when we think about uh, our own mental health, it's really important that we think our, about our mental health as a part of our own recipe for resilience and well-being, right? And so I looked up the definition because I was just curious in the World Health Organization in 2018 defined mental health as a state of well-being in which an individual realizes his or her own abilities and can cope with the normal stresses of life, can work productively, and is able to make a contribution to his or her community. That's a lot. I mean, that's awesome. Mm. I brought my tea with me this time. Um, so I'm, I'm having my tea as we're talking. But yeah, I mean, a state of well-being in which an individual re- realizes his or her own abilities can cope with the normal stresses of life and can work productively and is able to make a contribution to his or her community. And I think that we're seeing a lot of fluctuating happening in terms of mental health as people are encounter- encountering new challenges and and stressors. And that can be, you know, at work, but that can be in, at home, that can be in friendships and the community. And so, you know, we, we all face unexpected stra- uh, stressors. We know that. And we know that life events can negatively affect our mental health, right? And and we can even get, um, I guess, or become disengaged from the day-to-day activities and make, can make parenting really hard or overwhelming or social interactions can feel really stressful and tough and and just like living out the human experience, right? So I don't know. I, I wanted to talk about this because I think that um, as a country, we are definitely wrestling with uh, the effects of, of mental health that many people are facing. And, and I don't want it to be a stigma. I want it to be something that, that we're, we're open to talking about, but I also want to help us recognize some important signs. Um, mm, this is some good tea. I'm sorry. I'm like drinking while I'm talking, but it's definitely helping my throat heal. Uh, so, you know, I, I think that we have to remember that I guess it's it's really that someone's mental health challenges sometimes really does require attention. And so the more we can be aware, whether it's for our own mental health to say, okay, yeah, I really do need some help, some intervention or uh, therapeutic services, or I can see it in someone else. Um, and I want to give you some strategies for to, for being on the lookout um, and then also kind of think about it for, for your own health. So there are a couple things to be thinking about in terms of being on the lookout for um, changes in behavior. So if you start to see someone that you love, really care about uh, in the workplace or in your home or in your community, have a shift in their behavior. I think that's something that, you know, we need to start being willing to notice. Um, you know, it's like those people who are maybe previously productive and motivated and now they're appearing more unfocused or there is a lot of, you know, they're just not maybe showing up or they're making more mistakes or, you know, we tend to get really judgy, really fast as humans. And I think instead of that, we have to sort of begin to notice that maybe someone is potentially experiencing a mental health challenge. Um, Changes in personality, mood swings, right? So, you know, someone who's always been super easygoing and patient might start acting more irritable, um, 
Maybe if they're usually social and confident, they become more withdrawn. So seeing changes in language, um, this comes from a study from a scientist called uh, with the last name of Murphy. And he did this study recently about changes in language about, and this is like another way to detect um, some mental health concerns. And so seeing language become increasingly negative, you know, where everything feels very black and white in that person's thinking. And maybe, maybe you might be experiencing this. So it's not just about noticing it in others. Sometimes we have to notice in ourselves. They're like, am I getting into this place where I'm only seeing absolutes? You know, I'm only seeing the the black and white and I'm getting really negative and emotional uh, very, very quickly. So I think, you know, what can we do about that? Well, I think it's important to have conversations. That's why I wanted to do that podcast on communication and give a little bit of a framework or a tool, you know. I've noticed that you've missed many important deadlines this month. You know, I've noticed this. I've no, not, you know, as a judgment, but almost in a expressing concern, like I'm worried about you um, and I care about you. You know, that is going to open up conversation a lot more than being judgmental or just not saying anything. Um, and then I think the important part here is listening actively and following up with good questions and I know for me, I always have to work on listening because um, especially when my girls are, are talking about something that they're going through, I want to fix it because I'm their mama and I want to take care of them, you know, but I always have to remind myself to ask, you know, ask a question, even if it's just like, tell me what's on your mind. Tell me more about that. Well, what else are you thinking? So I'm really not even asking questions with you know, a lot of um, direction, I'm letting them really just be able to talk, right? Because I think active listening is when we can show compassion the most sometimes. Um, I do want to always talk about vulnerability. I feel like I could never say that enough, that it's so important to have relationships of trust if we're really going to be looking out for each other, you know, to know when to say we're sorry, to talk about the things that we're worried about too, or when we sort of, you know, feel like we've messed up or, or maybe we didn't understand and you know, just to humble ourselves a little bit. Uh, there's a really great scripture on this. Um, it comes from Jonah chapter two, verses six and seven. And the scripture says, I went down to the mornings of the mountains, the earth with its bars closed behind me forever. Yet, yet you have brought up my life from the pit, O Lord, my God. And what, what this is really talking about is how Jonah went to the bottom of the Mediterranean Sea and he really went because he thought this was it. Like this was his burial place. Uh, his life was done. He was full of hopelessness and despair. Um, and and in, in that moment, God showed up for him. And we know that God is always about giving us grace. And um, when Jonah thought like this is the end, God delivered him. And that's the thing, Super Gluer. We never, ever have to be alone. We always can give our hurts and our worries and our heartaches and turn them over to God um, so that we can practice strong mental health in knowing that we are never alone. So super gluers, let's get ready for a quick morning prayer. Are you ready? Because I know I need it. I am so ready uh, to really just give some time and attention to God, our father. And I ask you um, if it feels comfortable to you to bow your head. If you're driving, don't bow your head. <laughs> but uh, to join me in a morning prayer. Oh, Father God, thank you so much for the knowledge and wisdom 
you are giving us in the 21st century about mental health. I think that, Lord, we know more now than we've ever known before. And sometimes that's scary because knowing can be hard. But knowing also means that we don't have to suppress our feelings. Lord, we can be more outward about how we feel. And hopefully, Lord, um, the people that we share our feelings with will give us grace, will remind us to turn to you, will help us to see the gray and not always think so black and white, will be good listeners. And Lord, I pray for every super gluer here that they will notice the people around them, that they will have the strength and grace to support those who are in need, and that all of us will have the wisdom to know when further intervention is needed. Because Lord, you and I know that without a skilled practitioner, sometimes it can be hard to overcome, you know, really deep struggles with mental health. And I know that you have given us people who have the skills and talents to help us do that. And thank you for those people who serve in that way as well. Father God, today I ask for you to bless every super glower. Help them to see their full ability and reach their full potential. Help them to be able to deal with the stressors of life as they come. Lift them up, Lord, so that they feel empowered and feel your love in every moment. I ask all of this in Jesus' name. Hey, super gluer, get out there and have a kick-ass day. Bye.